0: Going. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Hebrew Club. Doesn't take much to make me happy. Okay, we are in uh, Zephaniah chapter 3. I think, where did we stop? We stopped uh, at verse 6, I think. We're ready to start 7, right? Um, And um, so, you know, if you just go back to verse 6, I cut off nations. Nashamu, uh, they were uh, their towers, their corners, were uh, or became desolated. Shamam, all right. I haraved their streets. I again a, a synonym for devastated, destroyed their streets without an over, without a uh, you call a wayfarer or a passerby, namely the, so that it's almost like this mivle over. Notice is a. Um, Result of this. See, as a result, there is no no one passing over them. Then Nitzdu um, is from Tzadda to lay waste. Their cities have become have been laid waste. Okay. Now again, so that there is no more. See, without a without a human, and now another synonym for without, without a Yoshe, without a, an inhabitant. All right. So note, remember, he's been. Uh, talking about the destruction of the nations, judgment on the nations. And this is kind of his uh, summary statement of that in verse 6. All right, and that's where we left off last week, and so we're ready to start verse 7. And like I told you, the payoff will come about halfway through this chapter for you guys. I can almost guarantee. <coughs> verse 7. Tirioti, Tiktimusar, Velo Kol asher hishkitu al ali All right. I said, Amarti, Ak, surely you will fear me. This is a call imperfect, second feminine from Yahre to be afraid of. So the yud stays when you add the performative. So I said, surely they will fear me. Or I'm sorry, you will fear me. Tikhi, you will take or receive. Again, this is from Lakach. Call, imperfect, second feminine singular. Uh, uh, the Lama. Lama drops out. You will receive Musar, you will receive instruction. All right? Uh, velo, and not will be cut off her dwelling. Me'ona. So, yikaret is a nifal from karat, to be cut off. So I said, surely you will fear me. See, in other words, after destroying all the nations, surely you will fear me. You will receive instruction and uh, her uh, habitation, me'ona, from ma'on, her habitation will not be cut off. All right? And I, I want to pause there for a second. Um, notice again the switch from second person to third person that we've seen in Zephaniah and happens a lot in prophecy. Okay, now... Um, The middle line of verse 7 is kind of just juxtaposed on there. Um, All which I have visited upon her. So it's almost like this. A lot of translations will go in accord with all that I have visited upon her. But it's kind of just like this interjection, kind of like think of all that I have visited on her, see. So it would be like in English if you're translating this after the, oh, you'd put a dash, dash. Like all that I have, think- so it's just this interjection, all that I have visited upon her. Okay? So, in other words, think about all of that and how could she not fear me? Okay? But here's the result the last line of verse 7. <laughs> but Hishkimu, <laughs> Shakam means to, this is a Hifil from Shakam, a Hifil perfect, and it means to do repeatedly. Uh, it also means to get up early to do something, but it's used in constructions of repeated action. So, very woodenly, but they kept doing. Okay, Hishkitu, um, from Shachat, again a Hifil, perfect. From Shachat, it means to destroy or to corrupt. They corrupted Kol Ali Lotam. They corrupted all their works. Alal also means to do, okay? (coughs) Um, And so that phrase, Hishkimu Hishkitu, you can translate, but they kept doing it. They corrupted all their works. Or you can translate that Hishkimu more as an adverb. So they corrupted repeatedly or consistently they corrupted all their works. All right? Uh, And Hishkimu can function like that, as can certain other words in the Hebrew language, remember, like harbe, the infinitive construct, to do often, or Yosef, to do again and again. Um, So here, I think, uh, that's a good translation for verse 7. All right, good. Any questions about verse 7? Yes. Yes. Um, yes, that's from et, and then you add the suffix ot, so it's the object of tiru. So I thought, surely, okay. surely you will fear me, right? <coughs> All right, good. Anything else? All right, verse eight. Here's the famous Cain in prophecy. So here comes the bottom line. When you see Cain, you know it's coming. Lochaine, chakulina <coughs> um Yahweh, le yom. Kumi laad, ki mishpati la sof, Goyim la kavtzi, mam lakot, lishpokalehem zahmi, kol haronapi, ki abeish kinati, teakail kol haaretz. Therefore, haku, look at that word, haku. That's a PL imperative from het Kof he, haka. It means to wait. To wait. So, therefore, wait for me. And again, notice the pl. You can tell it's a pl because of the dagesh in the cough preceded by the short vowel. The hay is dropped off with the vocalic uh, ending to the, to the imperative. So, but wait for me, Naum Yahweh, utterance of Yahweh. For the day of Kumi, my rising. This is an infinitive, Kumi, for the day of my rising. Um, for the odd. Now, this is an interesting reading. The Masoretic text has odd, which means prey, P-R-E-Y, pray or booty. All right? I like booty better anyway. But wait for me, utterance of Yahweh, <coughs> for the day of my rising for booty. <coughs> All right? In other words, he's going to take the spoils. Um, if you look at the variant reading, they suggest that you repoint Instead of the patak under the eye, with the with the under the eye, which would make it witness a witness. And there are some translations who follow the uh, <coughs> Greek, which has point has a different word. See, notice it has a different pointing. So for the day of my rising as a witness, okay. Pati, for my judgment, my decision is is to gather nations. This is a call infinitive construct, to gather nations. Lekov tzi is a synonym for asaf. Um, it means to gather, and this is the first common singular suffix again. So it's for my gathering mamlako kingdoms. Okay. In order to pour, another infinitive construct, notice the shafok, infinitive construct call, to pour out upon them zami, okay, from za'am, my wrath. Now, another synonym for wrath. All the charon api. All the charon, anger of my face. So, all my burning wrath, some would, would translate it. Okay? For, baesh kinati, for with the fire of my zeal, kinah. Kana means to be zealous for. So, here's the noun, kinah. For with the fire of my zeal, akel, call hearts. All the earth, what? Te'akel will be consumed. <clears throat> Notice that this is a... What conjugation is this? Nifal. Nifal, a nifal imperfect. Third feminine from Akal. All right? Notice it. The serai is under the tav because the aleph doesn't take the dagish. spits it out. Okay. So once again. But all right, Allah came, therefore, wait for me, says the Lord, for the day of my rising to the booty. For... It is my decision to gather nations and to gather nations for my gathering of kingdoms or for me to gather kingdoms, to pour out upon them my wrath, all the anger of my face. For with the fire of my zeal, all the earth will be destroyed. Notice the move from particular nations to universal, which we have in this section. So he's talking about, seems to talk now about judgment of the whole world, universal terms. Again, the move is from particular to general, all right? Or, uh, you know, in the first part of the book, universal is juxtaposed with the particular judgment. So when you see the one, think about the other one. They're connected. That's kind of a foreshadowing, all right? Any questions in verse 8? <clears throat> all right. We're about to make the turn here. Kiyaz, epok el-amim, safa berura. Likroku l'Am b'Shem YHWH le'Avdo shekemechat. for then, namely, notice he's been talking about the day of the Lord for at that. So then, namely, we were probably in English at that time, Kiaz, for then, that um, poke, um, I will now Hafak means to um, turn back or to restore. I will restore El, I mean, to the people a Safa Berura. A lip, a purified one. This berura is a call passive participle from the root barar, to be pure. So, at that time, (coughs) I will restore to the people, amim, a lip purified. Remember, passive forms, call passives, nifols, tend to can very often be used as modifiers of nouns. And that's where you commonly see them. All right? All right. Um, Likroa kulam. Notice you have another infinitive here. Likroa. Call infinitive. Construct. The subject is kulam. And the lamed notice here signifies purpose or result. So that all of them call the shame Yahweh on the name of Yahweh. Okay? Now, again, another infinitive. Uh, Le'avdo. So that... He serves as, as Shechem, shoulder one, uh, with one shoulder or as one shoulder. All right. So let me read that again. For Oz, for then I will restore to the people a lip purified, so that all of them call on the name of the Lord. See that? So that <clears throat> he serves with one shoulder. Again, notice the collective construed with the singular pro, uh, suffix on Abdo. Okay. And notice the switch from all of them calling the name of the Lord, so that He serves. And again, you're going to have that kind of switch. Notice it seems to be a style. We've seen it so often that it, it becomes seems to be a kind of a feature of the language, a stylistic feature. Um, you know, again, dialectical maybe or uh, rhetorical. Um, you know, some reason uh, that you're you're seeing all these switches. All right, that's bothersome in English, but not in Hebrew, apparently. All right. Good. Any questions on verse 9? You guys are going good here. All right. Notice all the prepositions that he piles up here. It's literally me From and ever means the other side. From the other side, <coughs> in respect to the rivers of Cush. Nahare is a plural construct from nah- Naharim, which means river or wadi. So from the other side, in respect to the rivers of Cush. So Hebrew likes to be really precise. We would say beyond the rivers of Cush. Hebrew says, All right? So beyond the rivers of Cush atarai, are my uh, or my uh, atar is um, worshippers. Atar means to worship. Right. So atarai, notice my worshipers. Now here, bat putzai. Putz means to scatter. All right. um, here the word is a so it's a hollow verb and it's a call passive participle. Like what would be the call passive participle of kum. What would it be? If poots, the par- call passable passive participle is this, what's the call passive participle of kum? Kum. See? So the p- call passive participle of poots is poots. What's the call active participle of kum? Calm. Remember, you take the vaab out and it becomes calm. So what's the call active participle of poots? Pots to scatter. See, very good, very good. So here's my scattered ones. Um, so uh, my worshippers, and now bot is. This is a. That's why. Here's why I, I tell you how bot functions. I think it's the. It's literally or very woodenly the daughter of my scattered ones. <coughs> but bot is often used as a. Um, A term of endearment. Like, um, like you know, you, you call your daughter, sometimes we, we would use um, my little daughter or um, my uh, precious daughter. You know, we you have these certain terms. So, daughter Zion, for example, is sometimes uh, my little Zion. Or, or, you know, you see, he's talking in a very kind of um, way of tenderness. See, so I think maybe the bot functions here that way. It's hard to render in English. See, my worshippers, my dear scattered ones, or something like that. All right. Yovilun, they will carry. This is a hiphil from Yaval, which means to carry. They will carry Minchati. My gift. And more it's not a gift that he owns, it's a gift for him. So some translations have to make that more explicit. They will carry a gift for me. So in other words, he's envisioning now, notice, um, his people from far off on the other side of Cush, which is Ethiopia, are going to bring uh, gifts to Yahweh. So you can get, start to see the beginning of this switch from judgment to time after the judgment, a uh, time of salvation for his people. A gathering in, and so notice he specifically uses the word "putz" to mean the scattered ones. See, and the implication is they're going to come back. See, they're going to bring, carry, they're going to carry a mincha for me. All right. Um, any questions on verse ten? <coughs> okay. Now notice how verse eleven goes. You have that bump up that we've seen before. "Bayom haHu," because he couldn't fit it on the line. "Bayom haHu." Lotevoshi mikol ali lo taik, asher pasha'atah, I'm sorry, pasha'at bi, kiaz sir mi kirbeik, ali ze ga'avateik, vilotosifi, lagav ha, od Shi. Okay, Bayom hahu, on that day, so notice now the day is still in view, on that day, not will be ashamed. Okay, now notice it's fem- second feminine singular. You will not be ashamed. Tevoshu is a call from the hollow word, hollow root bosh, to be ashamed. Okay? Not will you be ashamed of all Ali of all your works. Remember, we had that same word up in verse 7, Ali Lot, and here it is again. So on that day you will not be ashamed of all your works. Uh, which Pasha. No, pasha'at be. Notice pasha'at is second feminine singular from pasha to transgress. Okay, by which you have transgressed against me. All right. Kiyaz, for then, Asir, I will turn or I will remove. This is a hifil. Okay, it's a hifil form. What root? Sur. Sur very good. Hifil. From it's a hollow verb, so you guys are really getting a good workout on different forms of hollow verbal roots. For at that time, and notice in the call it means to turn intransitive. So in the Hiphil, what does it mean? It becomes transitive to remove. See, to turn away. So at that time, I will remove Mikirbek from your midst, care of his midst, from your midst, and here's what he removes: the Ali avate the um, exultant ones, so exultant ones of your arrogance. That's literally what it, what it is. Alize, and Alize is someone who exalts. Ga'ava um, means uh, arrogant, proud. Okay. So the arrogant, so the jubilant ones of your arrogance. So a lot of translations will split this and, and translate it as I will remove from your midst the proud your proud and arrogant ones okay you could probably do it something like your your uh, arrogantly exalting or boasting ones something like that all right so notice these are not good people <laughs> all right velo tosifu lagav hahod and not will you add okay this is from Everybody see the root of Tosifu. Look at this construction. This is a very common construction throughout biblical Hebrew. Yasaf. This is a hiphiel from Yasaf. All right. What does Yasaf mean? Anyone remember? To add. To add. Here's the hiphiel form. You always see it followed by an infinitive construct, gava. Call infinitive construct. It means to be proud or to be uplifted. And so it's very woodenly and you will not add to be proud again on my holy mountain. So notice here again the Tosifu. You, the common move then is to translate this as the adverb, and infinitive construct as the main verb. And not will you um, again be proud, or yet again you will not be arrogant on my holy mountain. So he's talking about a cleansed people who come not in arrogance but in humility. Okay, Matt, question. What is that? uh, The the phrase "on my own mountain." What is that modifying? Is it it when you're on my mountain you will not be arrogant, or when you're arrogant you will not be, or when you're on, or when you will not be arrogant when you're on my mountain, as opposed to when you're on before you're arrogant. Oh, I think it's just saying. Yeah, because it's been talking uh, earlier in the book about how people on Zion, remember, were very proud and they worship false gods and thought nothing was going to happen to them. So notice these guys are going to have purified lips. Yahweh's name is going to be on their lip. People are going to come with a gift for him from far away. See, verses 8, 9, and 10, and so on. And your works aren't going to bring you to shame anymore. So your works are going to be purified. So notice how he's kind of going down a list. And then I'm going to remove your pride, see, so that that won't be there any longer as well. All right. Uh, let's do one more verse, and then we can finish this up. Now we may not make it next week, but we'll get close. <laughs> now notice how this verse follows up. And I will leave. Sha'ar means to be left. So here's a hiphil first common singular. Notice the, the um, suffix at the end. And I will leave in your midst a people, ani, humble and dal, humble and meek. Okay, Ani Vidal humble and meek. Vechasu, and they will seek refuge from chasa. They will seek refuge shame Yahweh in the name of the Lord. You okay, see how the, the end of the book is turning away from judgment to this great picture of grace, and that picture keeps growing from this point on until the end of the book, I believe. All right. Any questions through 12? All right. Very good job, you guys. We will continue next week, and we get we should be able to get pretty close to getting done, uh, hopefully, if I get this thing working right. Take care. Uh-oh.